This is Restoration Bible Church and Ministries. We are a people of excellence living purposefully. And now, here is God's servant, Reverend Tunde Bolanta, as he brings you God's word. We trust that you will be blessed as you listen. Please, you may be seated this morning. In the first service, we are sharing on midnight praise. And I said it doesn't necessarily mean you are praising God only in the midnight. Midnight is a type or a metaphor for difficult seasons. Like we saw Paul and Silas in prison. We saw them in prison. And as we shared in the first service, it was midnight. Midnight always refers to a time when it's darkest, when it's most challenging. And um, they began to praise God, and something happened. The prisoners heard them. The prison was shaking. All the doors were open, and everyone's bands were loose. That's Acts 16, 25, and 26. But another parallel story is found in 2 Chronicles 20. The Bible says three armies came against Jehoshaphat. He didn't know what to do. They were outgunned, outpeopled, outnumbered. It looked like certain death. It looked there was no solution. In verse 22 of 2 Chronicles 20, the Bible says, And when they began to sing and to praise the Lord, and to praise, the Lord said, ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Monsier, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. One of the important thoughts we need to remind ourselves this morning is that Thanksgiving in the midnight hour must be based on an understanding of your covenant. Say with me, Thanksgiving in the midnight hour must be based on my understanding of the covenant. In 2 Chronicles 20, from verse 5, we can see the way Jehoshaphat prayed. I read, And Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem, in the house of the Lord before the new court, and said, O Lord God of our fathers, art not thou God in heaven? And rulest not thou over all the kingdoms of the earth? And in thy hand is there not power and might, so that none is able to withstand thee? Art thou not our God, who didst drive out the inhabitants of this land before thy people Israel, and gave it to the seed of Abraham thy friend forever? And they dwell therein, and have built thee a sanctuary therein for thy name, saying, If when evil comes upon us, and the sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we stand before this house and in thy presence, for thy name is in this house, and cry unto thee in our affliction, then thou wilt help here and help. And it went on and on, and verse 11, Behold, I say, how they reward us to come to cast us out of thy possession which thou hast given us to inherit. Verse 12. O God, O our God, will thou not judge them? For we have no power against this great company. 
that comment against us neither know what we what we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. A covenant person has to remind God. He reminded God that God gave them the land because of Abraham. In a similar way, we can also remind God that the devil may say we are not good enough, but we can say between God and Jesus Christ, he has made us righteous and worthy. Hallelujah. He reminded God that this property was their inheritance. It was something he gave them for inheritance. Gado, you know gado. Gado means it's an inheritance. When something is your inheritance, nobody can take it away from you. Hallelujah. I said God has given you inheritance. Everything Jesus paid for became your inheritance in Christ. Forgiveness and healing, your inheritance in Christ. Deliverance from danger, your inheritance in Christ. Abundance, provision, protection, your inheritance in Christ. When those things get threatened, you can tell God, I might have made some mistakes. I might have not done something right. But I'm not coming here based on who I am in the flesh. I am coming here based on the inheritance I have. How many of you have an inheritance in Christ this morning? If you know you have an inheritance in Christ, can you, can you give the Lord a wave offering this morning? I have an inheritance in Christ. He, he said, listen, God, we, we, there are problems here. Three armies have come against us. We don't know what to do. Because of the inheritance in Christ, you know, when you make a covenant, you exchange weapon. He said, we, our eyes on you. We don't have a might against this army. I don't know what you have been going through since January. And it's threatening you in December. But I want to say with a covenant understanding, you can praise God and say, I may not have might against this army, but my God is bigger than this problem. I may not have power of my own against this army, but my God is bigger than this problem. Oh, David said, this Philistine is uncircumcised. He shall be like one of those animals that God helped me to kill. I want to say to a child of God this morning, the enemy may be telling you your covenant has not worked, but I want to tell you, if not for the covenant, you will not be sitting here this morning. The enemy planned to take you out, but the covenant-keeping God said, not so fast. There's blood between this one and you. The reason you are sitting here this morning is that the blood of Jesus worked for you. The blood of Jesus has kept you. The mercy of God has kept you this morning. And because mercy has kept you this morning, there's nothing hell has planned. They have been gathering against you from January till now. What the enemy planned was to exterminate you. What the enemy plan was to destroy your family. What the enemy plan was to destroy your husband. What the enemy plan was to destroy your siblings. Was to destroy your wife. Was to destroy everything that belonged to you. I know you thought you went through something. But if God had not been on your side, it would have been worse than that. But for the mercy of God. Oh, if you have obtained mercy, can you lift your hand? Can you stand to your feet and say, God, your mercy has kept me from January to December. If the the mercy of God has kept you. Can you give the Lord a wave offering this morning and say, I almost let go. Your mercy kept me so I wouldn't let go. If you really believe that, give the Lord a shout of praise in the house of the Lord today. Give the Lord a shout of praise in the house of the Lord this morning. Hallelujah to Jesus. Please be seated. Jehoshaphat said, 
God, we don't have power against this. Yours may not be a physical enemy. It may not be some kind of, you know, it may be, it may be financial problem. It may be some delay you are experiencing in your life. It may be some gang up of hell against you this morning. But I want to tell you, covenant keeping God is not going to allow you to go under. The only reason we are here today, the devil planned many things, but God said you will not go under. I want to reiterate to you that you are the dwelling place of a spirit of God. Jehoshaphat reminded God. He said, when they built that building, that place of worship, you said, when we call you out of this place, you will hear. But I want to say you are the temple of the living God this morning. And because you are the temple of the living God, and God dwells in you, what destroyed other people will not destroy you. What destroyed other people will not destroy you. It will not destroy your family. You will go on the same road and come back. And they'll say, something happened five minutes ago, and you just passed by that place. How many of you believe that that's the mercy of God? The mercy of God has kept you. From January to December, you have every reason to praise the Lord. I say, I have every reason to praise the Lord. Somebody lift your hand and give him praise in the house of the Lord this morning. Hallelujah to Jesus. So Jehoshaphat began to remind the Lord. He said, Lord, we are a covenant people because of Abraham, your friend. We can say we are a covenant people because of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and our elder brother and our Savior this morning. We may feel helpless against a mighty army, but our covenant is going to bring us through. Our covenant is going to bring us through. So Jehoshaphat reminded God, many times in your prayer, you need to remind God of whose you are. I belong to you. I belong to you. Purchased by the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. We are the people of God, called by his name, called from the dark and delivered from shame. One holy race, saints everyone, because of the blood of Christ. Jesus the Son. Do you know what you begin to praise him? That song says, Hear us, O spirit of darkness, so you may know where we stand. We are his children, purchased with blood, bought by the blood of the Lamb. The blood of the Lamb. We're the people, we're the people of God. But by His name, called from the dark and delivered from shame. One holy race, saints everyone. Because of the blood of Christ, Jesus the Son. That blood separates you. I said that blood separates you. In the time of trouble, that blood separates you. In the time of affliction, that blood separates you. There was a pastor's daughter... In, in Ghana that was kidnapped one time 
They kidnapped that girl. She was going to school. And when they got to the place where they would cut their neck for sacrifice, the person sitting on the mortar looked back and saw the girl in school uniform and said, where did you get that one from? We cannot use the, this type of blood here. I want to say that the blood of Jesus is thicker than any other blood of sacrifice. As December has rolled in, as people are saying all kinds of things, as there are all kinds of fears, I want to say that the blood that is upon your head, it cannot be contaminated. It cannot be devoured. It is the same blood in the presence of God, on the mercy seat of God calling your name this morning, saying you are delivered from destruction, saying your children will come out on top, saying that they may surely gather not by me, but whoever gathers against you shall fall for your sake. Now may the God of peace, Hebrews 13, 20 and 21, now may the God of peace, who brought again our Lord Jesus Christ from the dead, that great captain, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will. Walking in you, that which is well-pleasing to him, through Jesus Christ, unto him be glory forever and ever. Amen. That God of peace, when you are a covenant man, a covenant woman, there will be peace in the valley for you. There will be peace even though you may walk through the valley of the shadow of death. There will be peace because our God is the God of peace through the blood of the everlasting covenant. I want to announce to a child of God the battle may be fierce but the blood of Jesus is going to bring peace in your behalf. It's going to bring peace in your home. It's going to bring peace going out. It's going to bring peace coming in. Now the God of peace that brought again our Lord Jesus from the dead. That great shepherd of the sheep. That great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Through the blood of the everlasting covenant make you perfect in every good work to do his will walking in you that which is well pleasing in his sight by Jesus Christ unto him be glory forever and ever amen that's a good prayer to pray for yourself because when you apply the blood in every situation demons start dialing 911 they have to get out of your house get out of your hair get out of your money get out of your every area of your life because they cannot stand the life in that blood that is the life of god you believe that lift your hand and give him praise and glory in the house of god hallelujah 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 Another important thought for covenant people to remember when you are praising God in the midnight hour. Praise Him in the midnight hour. You need to understand. Midnight praise must recognize that covenant people cannot be forgotten and cannot be abandoned. When, 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 remember that story in Genesis 22? When God told Abraham, go and sacrifice your son, your only son. You remember that story? And Isaac asked the father, Daddy, Marista Kaito Sopaya. 
Maratasasa. You need to understand. He put the wood on the guy's head. There was knife, there was fire. Isaac asked the father a pertinent question. Daddy, where is the animal for what? Sacrifice. He said, the Lord will what? Provide for himself. You know, it took faith because they didn't see any animal when they were going there. Sometimes you are going through a situation, you are looking for that blessing. They didn't see anything. They took this boy. I'm sure he had to climb that altar himself. And the father took the knife. No, no, it takes faith to do that. He stayed, oh, if it's you, will you stay? Your father tie your hand. You will wait for him to finish tying you. You will give him a judo kick. He's an old man. <laughs> The Bible does not say, and they ran, they ran around the mountain three times. And Abraham was chasing Isaac to, to arrest him and put him on the altar. Isaac believed in his father. If daddy said God would provide a ram of sacrifice, then I will stay on this altar until that ram appears. It takes faith to do that. Are you sure you can do that? Your father tied your hands and your feet. And he said, God, we provide. You didn't see anything. Your father raised the knife. How many of you truly will stay on that altar? Some of you will be rebellious uh, sacrifice. You will jump from the altar. You say, Daddy, can I educate you? This is called child abuse. You are molesting me. Is that not true? But that boy stayed there. And God provided a ram of sacrifice. I want to say your ram of sacrifice is provided in Jesus' name. God will not abandon you. Well, I mean, I'm sure Abraham himself will say, God, I believe you. Put your boy on the altar. God, I believe you. Put your boy on the altar. God, I believe you. Put your boy on the altar. God, I believe you. Put your boy on the altar. God, I believe you. Put your boy on the altar. God, I believe you. Put your boy on the altar. God, I believe you. You stand up. There's provision coming in your house. Supernatural provision. There's supernatural provision coming. Lord, he has seen your suffering. He's turning it around. Amen. If you need a provision, lift your hand and say, I receive that word in Jesus' name. Say, Lord, I receive that word in Jesus' name. Supernatural provision. As I was standing there, I could see that. You will know it because it's not the type you have seen before. Amen. This one will lie. You as will say, mm. Hallelujah. When the Lord turned the captivity of Zion, he said, because you've been through a lot this year, You've been through a lot this year. So the Lord will dry your tears. Amen. The Lord will dry your tears. Amen. He will visit you. Amen. So when the Lord turned the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then did the hidden say, the Lord has done great things for them. I want to say your neighbors, the hidden, are going to testify Amen. that something has happened in your house. Amen. Joy is coming in the morning. Amen. I said, joy is coming in the morning. Amen. Hallelujah to Jesus. So we people of covenant must understand that he will never abandon us. Well, I, I, I remember the story of Daniel, a covenant man who was thrown into the lion's den. If your friend says, I have the power to charm lion, but I will throw you in. When you get inside, I will charm the lion. Won't you tell your friend, charm them first before I enter? <laughs> The Bible says, the lion, where they threw Daniel, 
those lions were hungry because people that came after Daniel, they finished them. When they threw the three Hebrew children, the fire was real because people that threw them inside were consumed by the fire. Do you know how you know God is with you? That the thing that destroys other people, you pass through and you are still here. Pass through and you are still here. Some of us don't give thanks. You think you are better than other people. People better than you have gone. You need to learn to thank him. So people say little mercy. There is no little mercy with God. See this oxygen you are breathing? Hmm? Free of charge. Some people have money but they cannot breathe it. They have to put bottle for them. Yet you are here. Because of one small thing that God has not manifested, you are mad. One small thing. One small admission. One miracle baby that has not come. One marriage proposal that has not come. One money that you have not yet received. One better job that you have not. Compared to your salvation, compared that the, to the fact that Jesus died on the cross for you, every other thing is minor. That's the biggest miracle. You already got that already. How many of you believe that the death of Jesus and your salvation is the biggest miracle? If you will really lift your hand and give God praise this morning. Hallelujah to Jesus. So people of covenant, we must know that we cannot be abandoned. The three Hebrew children, it looked like the end of the road. If somebody throws you into fire, you cannot come out. Is that not true? But they went in. They came out. The Bible said even this, the, the, the smell was not on them. You are not looking like what you have been through. If people know what you have been through and the way you are sitting radiant in church, you see, Thanksgiving makes the devil mad. He says, this girl, with all what we did to her, she's still dancing, she's still shouting. What is making her to shout? She should be holding her head and saying, God, how, how for do? I want to tell you, child of God, your praise can give the devil a headache. If you know God has been good to you, it has not been easy, but God has been good. Why don't you lift your voice and just give him praise in the house? Let's have a praise break in this house today. I said, let's have a praise break in this house. Somebody lift your hand and give the Lord the glory. Somebody lift your hand and give the Lord the glory. The glory. The glory. Hey. Hallelujah. One more time, give him the glory. Give him the glory. Give him the glory. Before you sit down, target three problems. It's not the time to be sitting now. It's the time to stand. Target three problems. And as you shout your praise, see those problems being attacked by the angels of God for you. Target your three strongholds this morning. And let's give the Lord a shout of praise the Lord. 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 Hallelujah.
glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah, Father. Please be seated. Praise is a signal for the angelic realm to bring down the walls around you. Praise is a signal for the angelic realm to bring down the walls around you. Second Chronicles 20, 22 said, And when they began to praise, nothing happened until they began to praise. Joshua chapter 6 from verse 20 to 21. So the people shouted, and when the priest blew with the trumpets, and it came to pass, when the people heard the sound of the trumpet, and the people shouted with a great shout, that the wall fell down flat, so that the people went up into the city. Every man stood before him, and they took the city. May the Lord give us revelation this morning. It's a signal in the angelic realm. The angels are waiting. Even this morning, they are all over the place. They are waiting. How can this ordinary shout make a wall fall down? No. Angels push that wall down. Remember, David had a battle with the Philistines, and God said to David, when you hear the sound on the mulberry tree, you know that the Lord has gone ahead of you. When we, sh when we give the shout of praise, the Bible says they praised him for his mercy. When you are going through financial problems, challenging problems, family issues, and you begin to praise the Lord, you know what happens? The angels, they, they, they begin to move in your direction. Because when you praise God, angels too, they praise God. When you praise God, in fact, somebody has said that praise is the equilibrium between heaven and earth. That means when you praise God, you bring heaven down to earth. When you praise God, you be, that's why when they began, Paul and Silas were praising God, heaven came down to that prison and the prison was shaken. I will shake every prison around you today. They must fall down. You are not going into next year with the same mountain of this. Abraham was strong in faith, giving glory to God. So praise is a signal for the angelic realm to bring down the walls around you. Now, that word shout, great shout, that word shout in, in Joshua 6.20 is the same word we find in Numbers 23.21. So go to Numbers 23.21. When Balaam was asked to curse the children of Israel, he said, God has not beheld iniquity in Jacob, neither has he seen perverseness in Israel. The Lord is God with him, is with him, and the shout of a king. Now, note this down, that the shout of a king is your battle cry against the enemy. Somebody say with me, the shout of a king is my battle cry against the enemy. Now, that word, the shout, in Numbers 23, 21, is the same word shout in Joshua 6, 20, and everywhere, that word means in the Greek, uh, in the Hebrew, rather, in the, in the Hebrew, that word means acclamation of joy or a battle cry. Acclamation of joy or a battle cry. Especially clangor of trumpets, alarm, blowing, joy, jubilee, loud noise, rejoicing, shout. He said the shout of a king, what does that mean? When a king comes in, even traditionally, they will start blowing all kinds of things. Pa, 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 the king is here. Make way for the king. 
Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted, ye everlasting doors, and let the King of glory come in. And who is the King of glory but the Lord who is mighty in battle? There's something about the shout when the presence of God is in the place. There's something about shouting the praises of God. Our shout is a weapon of warfare. When we shout, it's a battle cry. When you shout, you are saying, God, I am not alone. I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. In the Old Testament, when they brought in the ark of God or the presence of God into a place, the people of God will start shouting because God has come in. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. There are levels of greeting. There are levels of even children, they understand this thing. Let me tell you, there are some children, when you are far away, they will start shouting, Baba, Oyoyo, Baba, Oyoyo. What does Baba, Oyoyo means? Baba, welcome. In our own local palace, is Daddy, Daddy, El Shaddai. Because they know you can never come empty-handed. But some children, when their father comes, they will run inside. <laughs> because the man will come with Koboko. <laughs> Once they are coming, you have fear. You are not going to You are not going to The children, they can almost be peeing in their clothes because their father arrived. But the father that comes with chewing gum, goody, goody, I don't know if they see, make a bread. Chin chin, help me out. Biscuit. Bobo juice. Huh? Bobo. Bobo juice. Which one be that one? Eh? Capri sod. Guguru and granuts. Banana. Help me. What the children like? Kuli kuli. Sweet. Sweet. Cheese balls. Chocolate. Huh? Puff, puff. Cheese, you, you have experience. That means you've been bringing it for the children. There's a way they will shout to welcome you. Yeah, uncles that come with things. Everybody will run towards them, but the one way hand be super glue. Children will just do like this. You have come to eat our food again, but you know, so uncle don't they bring anything. He said, Mama, what do you want to remain? <laughs> when you visit the village, if you are the type that don't give, people will greet you small. You that you give, they will greet you. The greeting will enter your body. <laughs> it's all praise. So we know you will perform. You, you will always perform. But see those super glue people? When they see those, hmm. Uncle, welcome. <laughs> Should we bring you water? Because <laughs> you know you will not bring anything. You will not go bring. Every time daddy shows up, our covenant keeper, they say, can he furnish a table in the wilderness? He said, I will show you. No caterer, nothing. He fed them. That's the kind of God we should praise. Because there's no way, when you, when, they, when you shout, when you shout because he has shown up, he will manifest his glory in your life. Sometimes you may not feel like shouting loud. 
But don't be quiet in his presence. It's an insult. Psalm 50 verse 23. Whoso offereth praise glorified me. And to him that orders his conversation aright, will I show. He's a show God. But you must be talking right. Is somebody still hearing what I'm saying today? Don't be like that one that your hand is super glue. Some of you, you are so you are so economical with your praise. Let me go there. Christmas is around the corner, isn't it? Women that want to be blessed, you praise your husband for the little he has brought. He doesn't say, what do you do, Seth? You not try. You not try. See my neighbor. See my neighbor. See my neighbor. You won't get more talking like that. Amen. Am I not right? But if you start saying, ah, my husband, thank you so much. We saw the granite oil. We saw the, we, we saw the bag of rice. We saw the chicken. Wow. You are a great man. You are too much. You are three much. You are four much. You are a hundred much. You are one thousand much. The man will say, what more do you need? Even if he doesn't have the money, he will find that money for you. Hey! to round up. I'm preaching in another place. When I was in secondary school, I used to get a lot from my dad because I learned the secret of praise. I wasn't doing it for that. I just, I've always been someone that appreciates. So I, when we go back, I will write him a little letter. It's not like now. Visiting used to be long that time. Before you see, when you leave, before you see them again, you will see when. <laughs> So I'll write the father a good letter. Thank you for all the things you give. And I will list the things they give me inside the letter. I always get, I always get double, triple self sometimes. If anybody is coming to our second, my dad will say, this one with the yeah, surplus. Learn that praise is God's food. He indwells the praises. You can praise him for what he has done. You can also praise him for what he's going to do. The one that is hard for people is what he's going to do. The one he has done. Father, I thank you. They promoted me. Finish. But the, uh, but the other miracle of the new car. Paul was still in chain when he was praising God. Anybody can praise God when the wall of Jericho has fallen. Anybody can do that. There's no big deal to do that. So this morning, I think I still have one more thought there, but let, let me... Uh, it said in Psalm 8 verse 2, Out of the mouth of babes and suckling, I see ordained praise that he may what? Steal the avenger. Your praise is an incense before the Lord, but it suffocates your enemy. Your praise what? Is an what? It's an incense. It's a sweet aroma, but it will choke your enemy. When they began to praise God, the three armies were choking. They started fighting themselves. Hallelujah. I want to say to you today, I don't know what your situation is, but we are going to demonstrate that praise this morning. One more time this morning, you are going to stand before God and say, Father, thank you for what you have done. But ABCD has not have not manifested. But I'm praising you anyway. If Paul could be bound in prison, hands and feet, and he still praised the Lord, he praised God until the prison began to shake. There's a praise that shakes prisons. 
you are driving your car, Satan is bombarding your mind about that situation, you say, I give God the praise, the money will come in. I give God the praise, the money will come in. I give God the praise, the admission will come in. I give God the praise, this miracle will happen. That's faith in action. That's faith in action. Jehoshaphat had to demonstrate that faith. He said, praise him for his mercy, his eager yearning endures forever. Praise is a powerful tool. Praise is a powerful weapon. And today, midnight praise is the praise you give as a sacrifice. Hebrews 13, 15. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of our lips, giving glory to God. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of our lips, giving glory to God. Fruit of your fruit is something you eat. God eats the fruit of your lips. God eats the fruit of your lips. He says, well, uh, it has not manifested, but you are praising me. You know, I just saw a vision now in the spirit. What I saw in the spirit was like, how do I explain it? Your praise looked like a ball, you know, like a stone or a ball that is being used to stone the enemy. That means as you praise God, your angels will make it into a weapon. <clears throat> stone the enemy. Just as I stood there, I just saw it in a flash. So I'm going to mold some, some, some spiritual rocks and I'm going to stone the enemy. I'm going to stone the enemy. How many of you are ready to mold the fruit of your lips? Let's stand together this morning and make some declarations of faith and some praise of faith. Unless I just saw it in a flash. The praise became like a weapon, a, a, something like a, a ball or something. And, 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 and it was being released against the enemy. This morning, hallelujah, we are going to thank the Lord. You are going to look at that situation. And you are going to say, Father, everybody pray after me, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the weapon of praise. I employ this weapon. I praise you for what you have done. I'm praising you for what you are going to do. In this midnight hour, I bring midnight praise. It doesn't feel convenient. I'm praising you over this situation. And I thank you, Lord, that the angels of God we mold this as a weapon against the enemies in the name of Jesus. Now take a minute and think about those things. One, two, three, as many as you can think of right now. And let's attack them. Let's attack them. You see, I'm counting my own. I've finished counting all the major ones. And all the rest shall be added. Are you ready to give a shout now? Let's go with seven hallelujahs of victory. Hallelujah! Hallelujah!
Property is yours in Jesus' name. Give the Lord a shout of victory. You are blessed in the city. You are blessed in the field. Your children are healthy and prospering. That marriage is coming to pass. Those miracle children are coming to pass. Your project is completed. Jobs and better jobs. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Thank you for listening to today's message. Do join us same time next week. Follow us on our social media handles, Facebook and Instagram at Restoration Ministries International, Twitter and Mixilar at RBCM Online, and our website is www.rbcmonline.org. You can also be part of our live power park services every Wednesday by 5.30 p.m. and on Sunday by 7 a.m. and 8.30 a.m. respectively at Restoration International Conference Center, RICC, Romanew Extension, Kaduna South. God bless you.